Hello everyone and welcome to Pastamania, the show where we look back at old wrestling storylines and eras and look at them with uh, as, as a little wrestling time capsule and a snapshot in time. I am your host, Adam, joined as always by Noobs. Oh, hey there. And Jesse. Okay, we gotta get this going and finish really fast because I have a tag team tournament and I've got like a 2.5% chance oh, to win. God. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, yeah, you, so, so that means you're gonna be wrestling about 15 matches tonight. Uh, so, That's why uh, I have a two and a half percent chance, right? If, so, and if you are any other race besides white, don't worry, Bubba gonna call that out. True, true. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm glad we both. All right. He's uh, so fat, by the way. Is, is. I couldn't so, stop looking at how fat he was. So, uh, just like, how did they lift up, that dude? As a catch up, we are going through uh, Samojo's TNA title reign from Lockdown 2008 to Bon for Glory 2008. Uh, we are on our second show. We watched Lockdown the last episode, and we are on Sacrifice today. Uh, sacrifice, sacrifice, you might ask. Wait a minute. That sounds familiar. You know, they say all men are created equal. Yes, it does. Sacrifice. Uh, it is that sacrifice. This sacrifice it took place on May, 8, May 11th, 2008, live from the Impact Zone in front of 900 fans uh, with 25,000 pay-per-view buys. And, as always, let's take a moment, get in the right mindset, Let's go back to 2008. The number one song in the country was Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? That's what you haven't heard in a while. That was such a big song, and she disappeared. I don't even, yeah, I like. Yeah, like you know the song, but yeah, it, what happened to her? But that's She's more not, famous to me for the Kanye line. Right, but there isn't uh, nothing happened in TV, nothing happened in video games. But the number one movie ten years ago on May eleventh, two thousand eight, is worth talking about. Was it Iron Man? Yeah, damn, called it. No I was to about to say, I'm pretty right? sure I remember that date. Good God, you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? God, I humbly present the Jericho. To Poor Tony Stark. Now you work for me. I hope you guys are okay. I'm just gonna play this. It's like two minutes. It's very. It's, I, I, there's no good point to end this. I guess. Yeah. We can just talk over it and be obnoxious. It's yeah. just like, I mean, um, we can't. Oh my God! Mystery Science Morello, Theater 3000. No. I hate job hunting. Yeah, vacation's over. Welcome home. That's before so they fucked. True. Um. What happened? Yeah. Uh. Jeff Bridges should have been a villain more often. I put yeah, he probably is the villain. Isn't he? Um, man with a dozen of I mean, he became the villain in Tron Legacy, that movie that we all love in and oh, I so like much. Tron Legacy. I think Tron Legacy's fine. Um, speaking of Jeff Bridges' line, his his thing's become a meme for an anime movie um, that came out in 2009 that was hand-drawn for eight years. And so they're like, it's hand-drawn for eight years in a cave with scraps! <laughs> Tell me no one else can draw this. Oh yeah, God, I forgot Save Yourself was in this trailer. Oh wow. 
Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. <laughs> it is because he's a womanizer. There's been speculation that I'm parading around as a superhero. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. They blew their load on this trailer, didn't they? All they could get. Nope, did. Well, it's because it's it's easy to forget that like when they announced they were doing an Iron Man movie, they were like, oh, they're making a movie of no one's favorite superhero because right. Iron Man was like firmly the leader of the Marvel B team. The, yeah, C list. I'd say. Also, yeah. also, I want to point out what a perfect time would be to cut that trailer off would have been when Tony's like, it's a piece. And I would have came in and been like, you know what wasn't a piece? This fucking pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just thought also, you were going to cut off after the yes. Jericho bomb. Just uh, I thought about it. I thought about just hard cutting to like break the walls down. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yes, uh, the Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, something you mentioned last uh, episode, Jesse, gave me an idea. So I went and looked at the WWE pay-per-view from this month, which I is Judgment too. Day 2008. Yes. On May 10th, one week later, it had... Mm -hmm. John Cena versus JBL uh, in just a singles match. Uh, Undertaker versus Edge for the vacant World Heavyweight Championship. And Triple H versus Randy Orton in Steel Cage in the main event because 2008 was awful in wrestling. <laughs> All these guys you've already seen for the last five years plus, still seeing them. Yep. Okay. So Although sacrifice. it is Edge's prime, at least. It is. Sacrifice. All right. Sacrifice. So let's, let's get to it. We start the show with a video package of Steiner, Angle, and Joe talking about, you know, I'm going to be TNA world champion. You know, I, you know I've, I want it more, and I'm strong, and I'm a genetic freak, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> no, you like, missed it. There was one part where each th all three of them are saying being TNA world champion means. Like, they each had their own yeah. specific thing. Now, one of them came out and said the truth. Being TNA world heavyweight champion means I just came over here from WWE and I asked for it. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, except Joe, that that's yeah. that's the most difficult like, thing about all of this and his main run is he is a TNA original for all intents and purposes. Yes, you know, right, a Ring of Honor, yeah. more so for him. He, but he, he hasn't was touched Mister TNA. Yeah. He even yeah. got the he got the vote. Like like the way the Kurt Angle Samoa Joe thing really took ahead after their first like two matches was Angle wasn't done with him, but Joe was. And Joe got voted at the end of 2006 as Mr. TNA. And we randomly got Kurt Angle dragging this girl who was supposed to be Joe's girlfriend that we already were supposed to know he had one. And he's like, I'll break her ankle if you don't give me another match, Joe. Jesus, and God. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, are right, you put her down? And it's like, who the fuck is this chick? And why do we suddenly care? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'd never seen her before. At least I hadn't. So Steiner feels very out of place in this promo. Like Joe Persons. and Angle, Joe and Angle are Joe and Angle, and Steiner is Steiner. <laughs> uh, so Kurt pulls up in a limo and talks to JB, saying that he sustained an in in injury in South Korea, and he will not be able to wrestle tonight. Jesse, you teased me yesterday with why Kurt actually didn't wrestle. Do you want to share that story? Oh, um, yeah, he he did have an injury. It was also like a DUI. Oh, and, all right. It's Kurt Angle. But it was more so why it didn't stay a one-on-one -on -one match is what I was talking okay, about. Okay, we'll get to that later then. Yeah. All right, so next up is Big Papa Pump with Little Petey Pump and Rocket Khan. 
Uh, JB is out there just like, hey, Kurt Angle's not going to be able to compete. And Steiner gets a Steiner-ass promo. <coughs> he's Rick's so bad. I love then, it because he started with, what is your comment? And he's like, I cannot comment on on this because this is something I knew nothing about. So let me comment on yep. this right now. It's and, just it like, really, and it really sounded like he said, I can't comment anything if I haven't heard about it first. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Christ. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like he said, I can't come in. And I was oh, like, dude, God. you've got to <laughs> enunciate. <laughs> it's, it's Scott, Scott Steiner tried to enunciate once and his head blew up. Uh, I love that you then, almost said Scott Steiner because I'm sure up. he has too before. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Rick Steiner and Kevin Nash exit the limo, both looking moments from death. Uh, <laughs> You're not oh, wrong. Then Kevin Joe, Nash just oh man. This whole pro, this whole pay per view, Kevin Nash is the MVP of getting a paycheck. Uh, <laughs> and and can then, I kind of so, spoil something without really spoiling something. Okay, go ahead. Nash is involved for the rest of this Joe Joe title storyline. Okay, interesting. Because like no. yeah, they teased yep. him as being a big deal tonight, and he didn't matter at all. Uh, no, he so. mattered because he needed to speak the fuck up yep. when he was on the microphone. <laughs> because, Holy because, shit. because TNA... You're the closest like, to the boom mic, and you can't speak no, loud? No, that, no, that's the thing. I know, so right? WWE, he didn't have do, a boom mic. Yeah, when WWE do backstage segments, they the microphones they hold are fake, and they use boom mics. TNA uses those mics. Like, oh, those are, like, TNA doesn't have, like, at this point in TNA, they didn't have boom mics and levelation and, and, and you know, lavalier mics and stuff like that. The mic that JB's holding is the live mic. Oh, God. That's why their backstage segments always sound like trash, because they just use that mic. Uh, and the, uh, finally, a limo pulls up. Joe gets out. JB tells him Angle won't compete. And Joe just, all right, whatever. So I do, oh, I do want to point out all three uh, competitors pulled up in the same limousine. The same yes. exact limousine. Yes. Yep. Uh, so it's time for the pay-per-view. Uh, you know, coming from the Impact Zone with a $0 gate because nobody paid to get into the Impact Zone. Uh, 25,000 pay-per-view buys as opposed to like 260,000 for the WWE pay-per-view a week later. Ooh. Okay, so this is when we learn about the Deuces Wild Tag Team Tournament. This is when the phrase quarterfinals first match so here's the story. you for a ride. Here's the story, and it's actually a pretty good story. AJ and Tomko had the tag title since Bound for Glory the previous fall. They defended them on an episode of Impact after lockdown against Eric Young and Kaz, Eric Young, Kaz, and LAX in a triple threat match. Eric Young left the match and returned as Super Eric and ended up pinning AJ. AJ and Tomko argued that since Eric Young and Super Eric are two different people, it shouldn't count. Super Eric wasn't a legal man. Eric Young refused to admit that he was, in fact, Super Eric, and so they were stripped of the tag titles. I, oh my god. I think that's yep. actually really clever. That I like, is. Like, I like Super Eric a lot, but, so a <laughs> tournament was set up. They had eight existing tag teams wrestle to get four spots. And then they had what they called the Egotistical Eight, which were eight singles competitors that were put together in random teams. So you have eight teams uh, in this tournament, and we get the first of the quarterfinal matches tonight. Uh, first out are the Dudley Boys. I have written here, what up, Bubba Ray? The Confederate flag bandana isn't the best look. Also, from New York, I don't understand what you're going for here. Real quick, before we get into this first match, I want to point out two things. One, when they mentioned 
What was the name of the, the tournament again? Deuces the Deuces Royal wild. Deuces? The Deuces wild. wild. They never explained that in the pay-per-view, really. So yeah. I'm just going, why is it called Deuces Wild? Okay, interesting. Second, I think it was uh, uh, Don West like mentioning it. like When he mentioned the women's um, uh, hair match. Yeah. He mentioned it as the makeover battle royale and ladder match. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just oh, like, yeah. wait, the yep. fuck you say? Uh huh. <laughs> Two and in one. If you're ever watching this, I screen capped it for you guys at 6:20 after the TNA like fireworks went off. There is a perfect like mood for this pay per view shot of this girl just bawling her eyes out because of the fireworks and her dad that's holding her not giving a shit yeah. about her it's beautiful Attitude okay sorry yes, sorry so we have the first the first match of the night is that the dully boys are out with bubba ray and his confederate flag bandana uh and then james storm accompanied by jackie followed by their partner sting I love how Sting was like super prominently featured on the photoshopped ass poster for this show, and mm-hmm. he had five minutes of screen time. He's right. was gone. Came out, did a move, got his paycheck, went home. No, uh, he did not just do that. He got a few. Yeah, <laughs> from the yeah. crowd. Woo! Uh, so we That's start the thing. match. James sends Sting out to the apron and starts the match against Devon as the Impact Zone's t- crowd chants "Three D sucks." Colin Rebel tie up and Storm slaps the hell out of back, the back of Devon's head. Devon attacks him and Storm gets the upper hand until Devon counters and Irish whips him with a flying shoulder tackle. Bubba Ray tags in and works over James, hitting him with a suplex. Jackie gets in Bubba's face. Bubba like does like, oh look over there. When she turns away, he slaps her ass. Yep, of course, because it's yep. Jacqueline, you have to take yep. a sexist bump. Yep, as the crowd chants, we want Sting. Sting reluctantly tags it in, and they kind of plot around the ring. Hip toss there, scoop slam here, occasional suplex. What do you expect for two guys way past their prime? Devon tags in and locks in a rest hold headlock onto Sting as the crowd gets turned all the way up. Just chanting, <laughs> we want Sting, and Sting fights out, and then Devon hits him with a shoulder tackle. Storm jaw jacks with Sting, and Sting gets Pearl Harbor by the Dudleys, Devon <laughs> going for a choking pin at two. <laughs> oh my god, I... The one it's, thing I want to bring up too with Devon, his shirt, the back of his yep. shirt, yep, says "Death, Taxes, and Tables." The only things yep. for sure in life. Oh my God, I. E-T-T. Oh boy, <laughs> that's all I uh, gotta say. Is oh boy, one of the great uh, spots in this match where James Storm just decides screw it, walks over to Jackie, sits on the ring apron, and drinks a couple of beers. Yeah. He pounds three beers in he the course does. of two minutes. That he does. The, the last thing you want to do after pounding three beers like that is take a table take bump. A table bump yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm surprised he held it in. Honestly, right? Devon misses that... with a diving head. Oh, sorry, Jesse. Good. This is just... James Storm is the best worst workhorse. Yep. Because he does shit like that, and he's never looked really in shape. But I want to point out, he's a 14-time TNA Tag Team Champion, mm-hmm. and just fucking has always like gone. Seven he's just time, gone and gone. Seven-time NWA champ, Tag Team, seven-time TNA TNA Tag Team. Right. Like, records for both. Yes. Uh, I think all seven were America's Most Wanted for the NWA Tag Team Championship. Wow. Um, I think and... I read six were NWA, and then the okay. last one was gotcha. something yeah. really random. 
All like right. near the very end. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the Dudleys or uh, Sting misses a singer splash. Three Team Three D hit him with a what's up reminder. Two thousand eight. The Dudleys pull out a table and James Storm chills outside the ring with the beer. Sting fights back and stares down the Dudleys as Storm runs in the ring and yells, 3D is ass right through the table. <laughs> and then he gets on the top rope and chills, drinking a beer to watch the show. The Dudleys walk away and Sting throws him from the top rope and barely puts him through the table. He yeah, damn near he... harpoons Storm yep. into paralysis. Yep. <laughs> That's that. a good line. Yeah. Harpooned, into par- yep. harpooned into paralysis. I need that something. Somewhere. We're <laughs> pooned into paralysis. Team 3D get Four. the pin and moved on in the tournament in eight minutes and 50 seconds. Like, what'd you think, noobs? What'd you think of the match? I actually enjoyed, like, the idea that the heel 3D, like, Dudley boys allowed Sting to just, like, say, you know what, let's let's just fuck this dude up. Yeah. And, like, 3D comes in, he does it, and Sting walks off, and then they get the pin. Yeah. I love that mentality, because, I mean, they have fucking, how many, four, two, they have seven tag team matches, they gotta do something different. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like, thought it was, it was... I thought it was fine. Like, it was, it, it told the story it wanted to tell. Yes. Uh, it wasn't, like, work rate, but it wasn't boring. Like, there was always something going on, even if it was, just, like... Oh no, Devon locks in a rest hold headlock, but James Storm is out pounding the beers on the outside. Like, we're at least doing something interesting. What do you have yeah. to say, Jesse? Yeah, yeah, this was saying pretty much that. It's like two out of ten wrestling and like nine out of ten storytelling. It yeah. was worked out the way perfectly. It's just nothing interesting during the actual match. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I thought it was fine. It was yeah, it was like a solid like six point five out of ten. Like a decent way to open the show. You know, you get the crowd. The crowd pops for Sting. Uh, the crowd pops for the Dudleys. Somebody goes to a table. Like it, it told the story they wanted to tell with Sting and James Storm. I'm very excited to see nothing come of it next month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Dudleys move on. Uh, so we cut to the back as MMA Dude. I, I, for, I, for whatever reason, I've just decided to not call him by his real name. Yeah. Uh, Trag. Sure. From lockdown. Talks about Angle's injury. He comes across as very concerned. Highlight quote of the interview. Kurt's not the kind of guy that pulls out. Next up, ah! quarterfinal. No, 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 no. I missed that. He also said, MMA dude, also said a sentence I, I never thought I'd hear. Samoa, he started off a sentence with Samoa Joe's cardio tends to be a little better than. Yeah. God that's Steiner's. A, that's a phrase that's yep. just like, oh. Yep. Yeah, no one's ever said that about Joe's cardio. Dude, <laughs> no. a fat uh, baby's cardio is better than Scott right. Steiner's. True. <laughs> Next up is the second quarterfinal of the tournament. The second quarterfinal. What? This is this is at the point when I heard second quarterfinal. I'm like, <laughs> wait, are they? Is that a typo? Or are we fucking doing quarterfinals in this? Nope. Yep. Shit. Yep. Whew. Out first is Bobby Roode. It is revealed that his partner is Booker T with his weird Earth Two version of his theme song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Earth. Yes. How yes. will Bobby? How will Bobby and Booker get along with their blood feud? I'm gonna go to them and say not well. Uh, Bobby and Booker immediately start argue- arguing with Bobby driving a chair as Rhino's music hits. Human pork chop looking motherfucker. <laughs> His tag partner is the instant classic Christian Cage. This Just, whole like this whole journey right here is reminding me how good Christian is. Uh, yeah, Dude. I have it in my notes. Seeing Christian wrestle is just a goddamn treasure. It's, he's so good. His, uh, this is his best theme song too. Like oh, I yeah. agree. I agree. Earth two every which way around because it's like. The, this it's like earth one christian's like why is earth two more important than me right 
so it starts with Rude and Rhino locking up as Rhino takes control. For somebody so big and thick with T-Rex arms, Rhino can like actually move. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. He's pretty spry. The oh, gore, that's why it's go. a gore and not a spear, man. Right. Uh, Christian is tagged in, and he and Rhino hit Rude with a nice-looking double hip toss. Christian gets on the top rope and hits a dazed Bobby with a great corkscrew elbow. It looked awesome. Uh, Christian attempts an unprettier, but Rude gets him on the top rope and ra- gets up on the top rope, rakes his eyes, and takes control of the match. Bobby motions to tag Booker, but refuses, uh, continuing to batter Christian. We want Booker chance as Bobby showboats. Christian gets the advantage for a second, but he eats a beautiful spine buster from Bobby. Uh, Booker, Booker blind tags a dazed Bobby and takes over, beating the hell out of Christian. Booker goes to the scissor kick, but Rhino avoids it and counters it into an inverted DDT and gets to Rhino for the hot tag. Booker goes for the scissor kick again, but Bobby hits him with a blind tag. Rhino throws Booker to the floor. Bobby goes to the payoff DDT, but it gets countered into a gore for the win at 7.05. The gore felt really odd. Like, the announce table seemed like they didn't realize it was the finish. Like, yeah. The gore is always treated as this big theatrical, larger-than-life move. And, like, Mike today was like, he hit him with... He just... He's got him on... He's going for the pin. One, two, three. Oh! Oh, it's three. Oh, it was a gore. Uh, Booker T returns to the ring to show respect to the winners, Rhino and Christian. Booker leaves the ring with a chair and attacks Rhino and Christian with it, uh, seemingly turning heel. Uh, Refs fill the ring and take the chair from Booker as he leaves with his Earth 2 music playing. Uh, What'd you think, noobs? Um, I honestly, the best part of the match to me was Earl Ebner having to scale the Rhino Rude Mountain to count the pin. Yes. Like he just, he has to jump over them (laughs) to get the pin. I'm just like, that's an impressive feat right there. And I, I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed when Booker grabbed the chair. Like it was the most televised chair shot when Christian just turns around and then waits about two seconds and then <laughs> pop it's just like come yeah. on guys you're veterans at this what'd you think jesse um i don't know <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it just goes and it's it's i i understand how interesting they wanted to make the whole mix thing but or like yeah. random partners and stuff and the the booker t heel turn i forgot like i was i was thinking i was like wait a minute is this when he does it? Because I know, because you know, I knew he did. And what comes from him turning heel is the most yeah. randomest WWE superstar leapfrog kind of oh shit God. that we've been seeing. So yeah, like I, yeah. like it was a kind of a nothing match. Like yeah, it it like it feels like they could have told the story in less time. Like I feel like this could have been like a four minute match. Yeah, where yeah. Booker, Booker and Bobby. Long. Booker and Bobby just can't get a, get along. Rhino and Christian take advantage, pin him in like three and a half minutes. Booker turns heel. Let's yeah, go. It's it's longer than the ma- the tag match after this, and all yep. four of the guys in the other tag match can go longer. Yep. Uh. So yeah, it was fine. Um. Like I'll never get I'll never complain about getting to watch Christian wrestle. But yeah, yeah. Like like you were saying with like the 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 strange bedfellows tag teams, those work if you have like one or two. Not but when four. it's we half got the tournament, oh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's first two matches out of the way. We cut to the back with JB inter- interviewing Scott Steiner and Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash says, as they cut to the back, if you could do me a favor and say it again in English so I could understand you, which is how every <laughs> Scott Steiner promo should start. Yes. <laughs> it really should. Also, I love the fact 
that you got to see all three of the Steiner evolutions in the yep. same place at the same time. <laughs> yeah, with like Pete Pope, Scott Steiner, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash. Yeah, it's just like you got all three of them there. I'm just yep. like, this is incredible. <laughs> Look at this. So, it's like a Pokedex. It's, it's a cornucopia of quad collusions. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cornucopia of quad collisions. Ooh. Yes, that too. Um, so, so, uh, Scott Steiner asks Kevin Nash uh, for his help. You know, like, Yo, I need you to help me out. And Nash is like, Joe's my meal ticket. And uh, Scott says, listen, if I win the, if you help me win the title, you know, you're, you're my first world title defense. You know, you want the title. Uh, if, you, if I win the title, you can, you can challenge me for it. Which in 2008, Kevin Nash versus Scott Steiner sounds like the worst thing in the entire world. For the championship. <laughs> Nash shakes his hand and says he'll think about it as Scott goes back to focusing on Petey working out. Uh, next quarterfinal match. In reps, Petey, come on. Yeah, out first is Kip James, a.k.a. Billy Gunn. It appears his new gimmick is that he is the megastar. No, he's not. His partner mm-hmm. is the definitely not dead Matt Morgan. <laughs> on my first note of the match is, oh, Matt Morgan. The announcers yeah. get over, like, okay, so the announcers get over the idea of dissension. And how how are Kip James and Matt Morgan ever going to get along, even though it seems like they don't really have a history with each They're other? They're both the same kind of asshole. What are you yeah, talking about? But, like, yeah, it's like, again, the, like, you can't have multiple stories and multiple matches be, can these people work together? Especially, uh, you know, spoiler, all four of them don't yep. go yeah, past yep. the first round. Yep. Their opponents are LAX, Homicide and Hernandez, accompanied by Hector. Great to see Hector. Hector with, the Mexican, Hector with the Mexican flag bandana on his head strikes me as very much, hello, fellow kids. Yeah. Okay. The one <laughs> Yay, thing, we like the, fries. The one thing I want to point out here, the LAX tag team, it was yeah. Homicide and... Hernandez. 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 There is a kid, the entire pay-per-view on hard camera side, with a suicide question mark t-shirt. Oh, no, that's, uh, there is a, okay, suicide's actually really interesting. Oh, God. So, yes, is that okay. an actual wrestler? So, the, the, the TNA video game came out, and in the TNA video game, there was a character named Suicide. He was in a full body suit with a full mask, and they brought him as a real wrestler into TNA, as a pure, he was created for the video game, and then they just got various X Division wrestlers to dress up in the suicide outfit and okay. wrestle as suicide. And but at this point, he hasn't been around for a while. I was so confused at yeah. this because then when I heard Homicide, I'm like, okay, is this kid like a mark for a potential yeah. third wrestler in their tag team? Yeah. So like, yeah, I think like at this point, the story was Suicide hadn't been seen for a while. Suicide is like a, you probably you probably recognize him if you've seen him. He, he's been around a lot. He's like a, he's got a kind of a cool look, but yeah. He was they, um, mostly played by Christopher Daniels, who got oh, injured. Oh, I, I no, he was now. mostly okay. played by Kaz, yeah, I was about to say, I who got Kaz, injured, and then Christopher Daniels. Yeah. And then he was gone for like five years, and they brought him back as a character called Manic, who was demasked and portrayed by who is now TJP. Yeah, oh, right. I forgot that he was TJP. For I have yeah. found I have found a beautiful image of Googling. I'm like, I'm linking it to you guys of oh, yeah. Hulkamania. <laughs> And suicide, just standing yep. in the ring, and I'm sure yep. Hulk is like, "The fuck am I doing here?" Yep. So yeah, suicide's fine. Mm-hmm. Like he's, uh, he's, he, yeah, like he, he showed up like, at he showed up last year, okay, um, for like a match for like one match in March. Uh, okay, yeah, it just it was so confusing yeah, to me. I, not I saw being... that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, suicide," but like, yeah, without context. 
That's just gotta like be the, the weirdest fu- thing. Is the fucker asking for us if he yeah, should or not? Right. Like, I don't get it. Yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, Back no, to the good. match. Yeah, no, yeah, That's I totally awesome. forgot about that. Yeah, so uh, Kip and Homicide start the match with Billy Gunn making fun of how short Homicide is. Uh, Hernandez hits Billy with his beautiful over-the-top rope shoulder tackle that he uses all the time, and it always looks really good. Uh, Billy leaves the ring as Matt Morgan attacks Hernandez and Homicide throws himself at Billy for a tope to the outside and then high-fives Don West as Don West just marks out. Yes. Just the yeah. whitest of white high-fives yes. right there. Uh, oh. Matt Morgan picks Homicide up and long darts him back through the ropes. Uh, Morgan tags in and works over Homicide, hitting, hitting him with the Undertaker's old school. Did you notice, before he came off the ropes doing the old school, he did like the neck slice? He did. No, I did not. Yeah, yeah like it he was like, really acknowledged, subtle. Like, yeah, he acknowledged, like, I'm doing the Undertaker's move. Um, <laughs> I was but, supposed to be the next Undertaker, right? but they gave me a stuttering gimmick instead. <laughs> Billy Gunn tags in and continues to slowly murder Homicide. Homicide dodges a corner splash and tags Hernandez. Morgan and Hernandez do the try to knock the big man down spot, just meat slapping on the meat. Hernandez gets Morgan off of his feet with a shoulder tackle, but is attacked by Billy Gunn. Gunn sets Hernandez up for the big boot, but Hernandez gets out of the way, and Morgan hits Gunn instead. Hernandez hits Morgan with a drop kick and pins Gunn for the victory in 420. Nice. Mm-hmm. 420, Viva. Yeah. What'd you think, Jesse? Um, LAX is the best tag LAX team in TNA so history. Good. They're so um, good. It, their story is, is pretty ridiculous, but I always wanted... When they broke when they broke him up like in two more years or something, always wanted Hernandez to be the next big guy, and yeah. they just they didn't give it to him. But they started calling him Super Mex like it was like a big deal. Oh, yeah. it was just Super Mex. Yeah, I think they I think they mentioned that 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 gets said a lot in like their next match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just like, okay, all right. What do yep. you think, Noobs? I thought it was pretty good. Like like Jesse said, that LAX tag team, they remind me very much of the Usos currently in WWE, where it's just like... The Uso penitentiary. They're, they're solid. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the fact that they got Hector Guerrero on there, yeah. it's just it's like... Just, that makes them so much better, just seeing... Yeah, he replaced like, Conan because they yep. became faces. Because well, Conan you, can't be a face. <laughs> do you know why Conan... Like Conan wasn't in TNA at this point. Do you know why? He messed up his back or he got arrested or something. So... He he needed like major hip replacement surgery, right, and he okay. couldn't afford it. And TNA was like, "Listen, uh, we'll pay for it, and you'd pay us back." So they paid for it, and then Conan was like, "All right, I'm not gonna pay you back because I did it when I was working for you." And like Dixie Carter is a fucking racist, and I've seen her say a bunch of shitty stuff about Mexicans and this and that and the other. Oh. And they took him to court, and they took him to court, and Conan won. Got like Conan won a settlement and left TNA. That's so fucking great. Fucking Carney. Oh my god. Carney. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Max Moon for the win, yes. bitches. I thought it was I thought it was fine. Yeah, like this this is what the previous match should have been. Not very long, short, just like a lot of stuff beginning to yeah. end. Uh not no real moments to like breathe. Like you said, all guys in the match can go. You know, you had Hernand or Homicide, who I kind of fell in love with over the course of this show, and uh Billy Gunn are can both go. Matt Morgan and Hernandez are great big men. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it did exactly what it needed to do. I really liked it. Uh, yeah, noobs, like you said, your first comment was like, oh, Matt Morgan. Mine's always, oh, Matt Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, cut, we cut to the back with JB talking to AJ and, excuse me? The next match is AJ Styles and Super Eric against Road Dog and Awesome Kong? I beg your pardon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... 
just the AJ part where AJ and things that you're not able to get away with in 2018 saying, I think she's a lady. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Kong or her. Well, I think she's a lady. And I just, oh, yeah. Well, at least it was more dumb that. redneck than yeah, like insulting her. Yeah. Yes. Because they, they do a really good job of making Kong a legitimate threat, no matter who she's yeah. wrestling. Uh, oh, Kurt yeah. runs in out of nowhere yelling, have you seen my wife? My wife. Have you seen my wife? Angle is mad at AJ for not checking on him when he hurt his neck, and Angle accuses AJ of seeing his wife, which AJ doesn't confirm or deny as he leaves the interview. Because Jeff Jarrett's not in the, the team right. right now. All right. The final quarter. We're, we're at the final quarterfinal. I have in my notes, like I've been writing down, like yep. the like start starting of each note page. It's like so and so versus so and so. My note for this one is: Holy fuck, this is still happening. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's really crazy? There's only 10 matches. Yeah. I know. Well, no, and only seven 10 of matches. Them. 10 matches is a lot of matches. I know, but most pay-per-views are like it's 8 bit. to 12. Not really. Like, 10 matches is like, like for example, let me see. It was. Uh, well, Judgment Day had uh, 8, if that's what you're looking say, at. I was about to say, yeah. Like eight but is but like, three of them went over 15 minutes. Well, Judgment Day had 7, one of which was a dark match. Oh, my bad. Like, that's the thing. Most pay-per-views have between like I have like seven matches. Uh, tens a lot, especially when seven of them are tag team matches. Oh yeah. Fair. Uh, so out versus Super Eric once again. Eric Young is a gift, and I will protect him with my entire life. Uh, yep. AJ comes out and picks up a crown. You wanna? Do you know anything about this, Jesse? The Prince of Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah he's the, the Prince, Prince of Phenomenal. Because because like, he need because. That's how he convinced Super Eric to team up with him. It's really? like, no, no, I'm a hero too. Look, look, I'm the Prince of Phenomenal. Okay. Like, I'm into and it. If I I'm remembering like, it correctly, because like, after him and Tom, because Tomko left because he's like, you're an idiot, fuck Christian, yeah. I'm gone. And he's like, I still want to be tag team champions. And yeah, so, so like, he's like, this, grab this Super whole Eric. time, him tagging with Super Eric, I just, I was waiting for the heel turn. I was waiting for him to just, just attack Super Eric, because I'm still like, because AJ is, you know, like a snotty, shitty little heel. And so I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, uh, but I really Better like, than that to me. He's not even yeah, a snotty, shitty abs- heel. Exactly. He's just a heel that doesn't know what's happening. Exactly. Like, I really like uh, him, like, marking out for Super Eric and, like, wanting Super Eric's approval. Yeah. Uh, Road Dog is out next with his creepy theme song. And then Awesome Kong is out last, accompanied by uh, Raisha Saeed. Uh, Kong's theme is amazing. The, ba- so the Godzilla good. version of the Beethoven's Fifth. Oh, it's yes. so good. Yeah. Just, oh. uh, Super Eric and Road Dog start off with AJ tagging in soon, dodging an Irish whip from Road Dog and hitting him with a beautiful drop kick. And instead of doing his little marking out for himself, arms across, he does the like Superman pose yeah. and then turns and looks at Super Eric and goes, you see me? <laughs> it's so wonderful and pure and i love I just it. did that i just did that yeah uh, kong tags in and aj looks fairly unsure about wrestling kong um <laughs> in character he's trying to show it as i don't want to wrestle a lady but like you can tell it's oh my god she's gonna kill me yeah, <laughs> yeah. they she's they, gotta eat me they lock up and he pushes her into the corner and she pushes him away as he breaks the hold sunset sunset flip into a pin for two kong hits aj with a spinning back foot back fist and aj falls back to the rope and drops kong with a boot then uh kong grabs his balls for a little bit for a while you know just like sort of gets a good grip on him pushes him back to the ropes tags in road dog and hits him with a reverse atomic drop uh kong tags in aj counters a sunset flip kong hits him with a sit out splash for two and then aj or then she tags in road dog who attempts a pin with a kick out 
Styles counters a punch with a Pele kick, and Super Eric gets the crowd hyped, reaching up for the hot tag. Eric gets the tag and takes down Road Dog. Road Dog reverses an Irish whip and hits uh, Eric hits Road Dog with a senton from the top rope, and Kong breaks up the pin. Super Eric scoops up Kong and slams her onto Road Dog, which is a really good, uh, which is like a really good moment. Yeah, because it was like the Superman feat of strength, you know. Uh, he tags in AJ and suicide dives Kong to the outside. AJ, no, 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 you forget, you forget. He starts running to do the suicide dive, and then he goes, "Oh wait, let me just loop back around and then tag AJ yep. and then keep yep. going." He's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> AJ jumps up on the top rope to do something, but he catches it and eats shit. He landed like death. Like yeah. he, so I don't know. I don't know if it was intentional. I don't think it was. But he slips off the rope, lands face down, and God bless him, sold it like he had been shot. Mm-hmm. Just face down on the rope, not moving. Uh, Age, Road Dog like, moves to like, oh, okay, well, let's, we're, we got to finish. And so he picks AJ up. AJ grabs him up into a roll-up for the three in five minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, what did you think of the match, noobs? I thought it was pretty good given that it was a mixed gender match. Yeah. It... It had some good spots, like you said, the Super Eric like flip of Awesome Kong onto Road Dog. It was really fun. Yeah. What do you think, like, Jesse? Oh, sorry. You, anything um, else to say? Oh no, you're good. Uh, um, Road Dog is a good guy, and if it was anyone else besides him, I think that them and Awesome Kong might have could have won. Yeah. Would have been an interesting story, but Kong is te- technically still a heel, and they're yep. trying to build her up as super undefeatable right now in the women's division so they're letting her do other stuff and that's fine um i'm just it sucks that road dog can't go because road dog can't go (laughs) yeah he's he's the lesser of the two even though he's the more likable i say that him and him and uh billy gun yeah but like he's got more charisma but he can't wrestle like billy gun can yeah uh but yeah i think it was fine um it did what it needed to do you know didn't overstay its welcome i still I want to know if AJ eating shit was intended or not. I feel like it wasn't. Yeah. But man, he sold. It was it, like. I don't I know. Did, He's a great seller. I did He's a double really take. Good. I was. T- is he okay? <coughs> okay. So, so far, these matches haven't been very long. They're like five or seven minutes a piece. There's been a lot of backstage segments. Yeah. At, at the point of the end of this match, we are 54 minutes into the show, and we have only seen exactly 26 minutes of bell-to-bell wrestling. Wow. Well, to be uh, fair, they started the damn thing yeah. off with five minutes yeah. of limo interviews. Uh, Mike, yep. then, then I have written here, Mike Tanay tells me, uh, t- talks about the, excuse me, makeover battle royal slash ladder match? Pardon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the winner will get a title shot, and the loser will get a head shaved. And then the Terror Dome. Uh, the bad interviewer person in the back is interviewing Rick Steiner, who looks ha- haggard as fuck. He promises that we, he won't cause any trouble, and then he starts barking. Yep. <laughs> I have one more thing to say. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> uh, we get a video package for the Terror Dome. It's, it's just a cage match with a dome on top. It's just the with elimination fucking hole in the pod. it. Yeah, you have to escape the hole on the top to win. It's not a bad idea, but like... It's just a Every, cage. everyone who's ever been in it says they hate it. Yeah, all it's the just exhibition guys says it's the worst, dumbest fucking it thing. It seems so bad. Uh, so out first is Curry Man in his Jamiroquai hat. Uh, <laughs> God bless yeah. Christopher Daniels. He's going to be wrestling Stephen Amell at All In. Have you seen that? Curry, wait, That's what? Awesome. Yeah, Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell is a match at All In. God. 
Okay, that's pretty now. cool. Curryman, I have I have the note of Curryman comes up to a flurry of fuck not this again from the crowd. <laughs> no, to- he's over. Totally he's pointless over. to say right now, but before, I, yeah, he's very over. But before I, I forget, I really want Steve Amell to just have a um, a falling DDT as his finisher called the Salmon Ladder, <laughs> where he just grabs him and falls backwards. That would be pretty good. Uh, out next is Sanjay Dutt, followed by Baby Xavier Woods. I will never uh-huh. get o- I will never get over Consequences Creed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, he is carved from marble. He is. He's uh, good looking boy. He's stacked as fuck, and he's like nineteen yep. twenty. Yep. I have written in all caps, Shark Boy. Uh, <laughs> next is Jimmy Rave with his Guitar Hero guitar, which was the Xbox 360 Guitar Hero 2 Exploder. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Kaz is after him. Listen, Kaz is really good. But, I don't know what he's wearing, and I wish he didn't. Well, uh, well, no, it's not that. It's just like he doesn't. He needs a gimmick. Yeah, like he's a great wrestler. He has no personality. He his has gimmick no is Kaz. <laughs> his apparently his gimmick is that he likes Metallica, because like that's what his little logo is. That's what is yeah. like the font. His like name is written in. Like his gimmick is that he likes Metallica. I guess that latex like, poncho thing is just weird. And weird. every time he wore it, I'm just like, what the fuck is that supposed to be? Why do you? I, yeah. Like he's, I felt he's, like that deterred from what little personality yeah, he doesn't have yeah. than if he came out regular. Yeah, like he's so talented, but he has no charisma. Uh, John Morrison. I, yeah. Uh, I, no, John Morrison has charisma. Like he's got. Well, he it. has personality. I wouldn't say like, he has. I think he's he's gotten charisma over the past few years. Yeah. Uh, he's out better next as a motor, heel. Out out next in the Motor City Machine Guns, uh, a team that we will unfortunately never see again. Uh, shortly after our last recording, Alex Shelley announced that he had retired from wrestling. Yeah, he like, fucked up his yeah. neck, right? Yeah, like he got injured uh, earlier this year. Yeah, um, I have written here. Oh, hey, Johnny Devine is here. Moving on. Right. Uh, current Ring of Honor World Champion Jay Lethal, uh, Black Machismo is out last. Burn. Since lockdown, he dropped the exhibition title to Petey Williams. The winner of this match match gets an exhibition title shot. And wait, that's Jim Cornette. The winner of this match is actually going to be in the world title main event on top of being the exhibition number one I, contender. I, I honestly cannot think of a more hellish sentence then for, oh, wait that's jim Cornette. for a, no for a cruiserweight to be like hey guess what you have to wrestle samoa joe and scott yep. fucking steiner yep You're no no, no it's, you have to shit. carry scott steiner mm-hmm. also also corny like you can't you can't call black people dogs man it's weird yeah, i have written here so gentlemen i expect you to fight like a pack of wild dogs and then jim Cornette, stay away from me <laughs> he says it like such a madman. Yeah, because he's like a wild dog. He's Jim Cornette. I know. He is. Oh, I have a comment later when we get to the women's match. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ooh, uh, the bell rings, and most competitors immediately start climbing the walls. Johnny Devine and Curry Man fight in, in the middle of the ring. Also, shout out to, to uh, Rudy Charles, the ref, standing on top of the cage. He yeah. looks scared to death. I up would there. be too. Mm hmm. They only gave me one cable for this? I went on a Ferris wheel this weekend and I hated it. Uh, (laughs) I don't like heights. I know, I don't either. That's why I stay on the ground. Yes. Uh, Jesus Christ, what's happening? This is a cluster. Um... Kaz hits a hits Johnny Devine with a reverse pile driver then eats a shark boy clothesline. The guns do an incredible double team move uh on shark boy it's an inverted atomic drop into a sliding takedown into like a modified natural selection into a kick to the throat uh the guns double team lethal creed is hanging from the top of the ring and kaz grabs his arms and uses that to swing himself off the top rope to deliver a leg drop onto jay lethal uh 
Hold up a second. I think there's something this match needs. There you go. <laughs> That's great. Cree jumps off the cage and Skinny heel kicks Kaz. Dutt and Lethal double-team the guns, throwing Shelly into Saban, and with Dutt hitting Saban with a gorgeous cutter. Also, by the way, Chris Saban, uh, his name uh, comes from Saban uh, from Final Fantasy VI. That is that is where he got the Saban and Chris Saban. Uh... Uh, where am I? Okay, the competitors get up for this huge Hurricane Rana Tower of Doom thing that just murders every single competitor. It was incredible. That was so cool. It was so good. Uh, Dutt is attempting to climb, but Curryman is holding him and preventing him from climbing. Shark Boy hits Shelly with a chummer and tries to follow with Saban falling. Curryman hits Saban with the or Shark Boy hits Saban with a super chummer from the top rope. Curryman drops Dutt with a power bomb onto a pile of the other competitors in the match. Curryman hits Jimmy Rave with the spice rack off the top rope, absolutely murdering him. The crowd is turned all the way up. Curryman and Tad Kaz yeah. get to the top rope as Kaz sets up for a flux capacitor, but Curryman fights Kaz off. Kaz climbs back up and hits Curryman with the reverse flux capacitor. It looked incredible. I love that move. Yes. Like every complaint that you have about Kaz before this match goes out the window the moment the bell rings. Like Kaz is so good in Yes. Ring. But just like he he, if he had it, if he had that X factor out of the ring, he would already be a world champion by this point. Uh, yeah. Kaz Kaz looks to be the only competitor standing, and he starts to climb with Johnny Divine following, who hits Kaz with a top rope lung blower. He hits Creed with a Divine intervention, a double underhook set out power bomb. Divine climbs up to the top with Kaz falling. Kaz grabs Divine, and you can see everybody getting up underneath, like, oh, here we go, and <laughs> throws him onto the other competitors of the floor. Kaz scales the top of the dome and makes his way through the top to win in 10:45. A incredibly fun but needlessly complicated way to win a match. Yes. Uh, Kaz you... stands on top with Rudy. Kaz is now the third man in the main event. What's that, noobs? Did you forget that I'm uh, like noting that? divine intervention like pile driver yes that's it yeah i i accidentally i think i called it a power bomb it was that was weird yeah. Yeah. that yeah, was the, like, scary yeah, so too the double just... underhook set out power yeah driver. divine yeah, yeah. is also you know you like better when he wrestles than anything yeah. else yeah like i can't like yeah johnny divine shows up and i'm like all right and then the bell rings it's like oh no this guy can go right. yeah uh, so we've been waiting for it jesse why was kaz added to the main event um Mostly because Steiner can't move. I was gonna um, say, he's, he's literally name only. Like he was never supposed to win. It was a triple threat because of name recognition only. Yeah, and, and they're like, and with, "Fuck, we've got to give yeah, this to somebody." With Kurt and Joe, they can like make you can focus on them. Yeah, they can make up for Steiner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, I mean that is. They're like, we have to have a triple threat. Because we're not stupid yet to where we just let two guys slog it out and it be boring as balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what'd you think, Noobs? I thought it was great. I, I just enjoyed every cut to the ref just, like, holding on <laughs> for dear fucking life. Good old Rudy. This Rick, is also please. the first time I ever really saw the Towers of Doom. Yeah. Like, ever. And so that's that's where that started for me. And I don't think WWE started doing them until, like... About 2009-2010. Yeah. Yeah, the Tower of Doom was like a more uh, recent thing. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was great. Like, it was a ton of fun. Uh, just, yeah, like, it's what you want for an X-Division match. Just yep. a cluster, this huge 10-man car crash that's just spot, 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 spot. Ton of fun. What about you, Jesse? Bot monkeys! Yes. 
They have an affliction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so we cut to the back with JB and Samoa Joe. Uh, Joe is like, you know, yeah, listen, I'm I'm glad Kaz is in the you know, is in the match. He deserves it. He can go with business and business, not beat it. And then JB says he doesn't <laughs> want to stir stuff up. Uh, but, but does Joe know about the Kevin Nash stuff? To which Joe grabs JB's like collar and screams at him like you don't want to cause it you want to stir anything up all you do is stir stuff up i don't know anything about kevin nash when i say i'm gonna choke him out <laughs> it was so out of nowhere and intense i really liked it but he I better not it. lay hands on my boy jb <laughs> say that to his face oh my never. god never i love this is my it's my favorite joe when he's just like you know talking and then just like suddenly he is screaming it's, very aggressively and over passionately and he's going to kill something soon it's the joe promo like it's it is, so like, great joe yeah promos are so good uh so it's time for the knockout makeover battle royal and ladder match let me like, just some like just... i i understand what those Wait. words mean individually but when you put them together <laughs> like that it's like a syntax error in my brain wait 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 are we we're skipping 3d versus christian rhino that happened after this no it didn't yeah 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 did. yeah what i thought i have it in my notes that it's that 3d and christian rhino and then aj oh. and super versus lax happened before the women's match oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry no this isn't oh I, let me rephrase it's not time for that they were talking about it here and i wrote oh, those words down got it i'm just that's like wait right. yes yeah I think that's what we said up next yeah no up next is the first semifinal. my bad there we go uh, up next is the first semifinal of the tag team tournament team 3d versus christian and rhino <laughs> christian and rhino to which i have written look at this ring full of tna originals <laughs> it, it takes a it takes a little bit to get this match going brawling yeah. on the outside Bubba battering Christian, throwing him on and around the stairs. Uh, Bubba during Chris that, yeah. real quick, during that throw, like the first throw, the two fans almost got a foot in mouth. Yep. Like from Christian. It's like, oh, that came close. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bubba throws Christian into orbit with a back body drop. Like, Christian's so good at taking those because he's able to, like, twist his body so he lands safely, but he, like, flails like he's about to die. Uh <laughs> Bubba gets on the top rope and Rhino distracts him and uh, hits Bubba in the dick and then hits uh, and then Christian hits Bubba in the dick and hits Bubba with the Hurricane Rana. I don't like the ref here is Slick Johnson. I don't like Slick Johnson. You're not supposed to. Well, no, like I'm not supposed to if he's a part of a storyline, but he's yeah. not. A ref <laughs> is supposed to blend into the background. He does not. Part of it is the fact that he's in shorts, which just feels off. <laughs> uh, he looks like a porn star. And his just name like, is a yeah. His star. name is Slick Johnson, and like he doesn't like he jumps around and just does these huge dramatic counts. And like it's one thing. Like I understand. I know Slick Johnson has had times where he has been in a part of the storylines, and that's fine. But if you're not, you you're supposed to not draw any attention to yourself until you're needed. And Slick Johnson, his existence is to draw attention to himself. <laughs> uh, so Rhino and Devon get in with the hot tag. Bubba breaks up a tag and knocks Christian off the apron. Devon goes for the wazab and Christian throws him off the top rope. Bubba staggers back into Rhino and eats a spine buster. Johnny Devine has snuck down the ramp with a kendo stick and is hiding outside the ring. Why is the ref not making sure to keep the legal men in the ring? This is chaos. Though, I suppose this makes sense since it is a Dudley's match in 2008. 
Divine hands the kendo stick to Baba. Rhino hits Devon with the gore as Divine gets on the ring apron and stacks the ref. As the ref is distracted, Bubba hits Rhino over the head with the kendo stick for Devon to get the win in 10 minutes even. I have written here, dear God, we're going to have to watch three Dudley matches tonight, aren't we? Uh-huh. <laughs> What'd you think, noobs? I thought it was great. I have it in my notes. It's like, Jesus, this is a weird blast from the past. Right? And... Yeah. I really enjoyed the spine buster to Devon that really Rhino good. performed. I was it just was like, really good for the fact of how much meat are on both of those men. <laughs> yes, that was pretty pretty well done. Yeah, it was it yeah. was a, it was a really nice spine buster. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, how did he fucking pick up that giant bastard? <laughs> but um, the the giant divine insert still is weird to me. Like yeah, like he was. He was Kevin Nash's bitch boy for a while when well, they did it was, the paparazzi it was, production. Yeah, paparazzi was him and Chris. And Saban then they just and, had to put him somewhere yeah. else. I guess whatever. He's just and, not. He's not good enough to be on his own. Yeah, but but he the Dudleys don't need him in either. They could have just grabbed a kendo stick from underneath yep. and done it. It's yep. it's weird. It's um, yeah. But yeah. God, Bubba so, Ray's really big. He's he looks he's, haggard. He yeah. has seen better days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut to JB in the back with Kevin Nash. God, JB. JB. God bless JB. He's acting like a scared tattletale. Joe choked me out when I told him you showed up with Steiner. And he said if he saw you, he was going to choke you out too. Like, He's going to do the so same good. to you. He was just like, he was just a scared little, scared, like, like yep. tattletale was so good. Yeah. He's that, he's that kid from Recess. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, That's a name? good way to put it. What's his name? I know. I can't. Randall. 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 Fucking Randall. Except Fucking JB Randall. is likable. Uh, so we have the final semifinal match in the tag team tournament. Ah! AJ Styles and Super Eric versus LAX. Uh, AJ and Hector get in each other's faces and like shove each other before the bell starts to ring, which is great. AJ versus Homicide to get things started. This match is the most pure wrestling talent in any match on this card. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Homicide and Hernandez are underrated workers. Eric Young is good, and AJ Styles is AJ goddamn Styles. Yep. Wonderful chain wrestling exchange to start the match. Arm drags, near falls, crisscrosses. Beautiful. Homicide does not get the praise he deserves. He is so good. Yeah. They I tag agree. out and Hernandez and Super Eric go toe to toe. And I love this. You have Eric Young, you know, middle of the road, Hama, or, Hama, or Hernandez, just this brick shit house. And they're doing the test of strength. They're doing the try to knock each other down. And Eric Young isn't going down because he's Super Eric. Yes. Yep. Uh, they, uh, Eric, si- Eric uh, sends Hernandez out to the floor. And then Hernandez gets back in the ring with the flying shoulder tackle. Still looks great. Uh, they get in a test of strength, and Hernandez pushes Eric to the mat. Eric fights his way back up and throws uh, uh, Homicide to the her, shows throws Hernandez to the outside. Reaches up, grabs the ref hand, and uses him as leverage to jump onto the top rope and deliver a crossbody to the outside to Hernandez. Awesome. Super AJ, versus Supermix. Yes, AJ hits Hernandez with a flying forearm and celebrates and marks out for himself a bit before a pin for two. Hernandez gets AJ into an electric chair position and drops into the mat and crawls towards Homicide as both teams get the hop tag. Homicide and Eric have just a great exchange, uh, running all over the place, quick crisp moves, cross bodies and flips and ducks, and it's awesome. Hernandez helps double-team Eric with a drive-by for two. Hernandez gets Eric up in an endless vertical suplex as AJ runs in for the save and Homicide catches him with a drops toehold and locks in an STF. Like that was a really good moment of both of them, of of LAX having both uh, AJ and Super Eric just helpless for a minute. I thought that was really cool. 
Hernandez gets, uh, or uh, Super Eric tags in AJ, who gets pushed in the corner by Homicide. Homicide throws AJ, who lands on his feet and delivers a beautiful spin kick. He attends a Styles Clash, but eats a Gringo Stunner for his troubles. AJ gets Homicide in a roll-up as Salinas distracts the ref. Hector gets in the ring, kind of, sort of, kind of adjusts the roll-up to get AJ's shoulders kind of, sort of, down. They are the not re- down at all. <laughs> They're not down. The ref like, counts to three, and LAX win and move on to the finals in seven minutes and 40 seconds. Oh, um, that, that was the worst part of this whole match. Like, I haven't noted. It's like, wow, AJ's shoulders weren't down at Yeah, all, all I could think of was, like, Homicide, move your fucking yeah. arm, dude. They used, they used the wrong camera angle. Like, yeah. they sh- as they were doing the recap later, they showed that from a different camera angle and it looked uh, fine but yeah. they happened to show the camera angle that was just looking at aj's shoulders dna yeah. production uh, yeah so what you, you think i i thought like you said it's just a perfect like cacophony of great wrestlers just doing what they do best yeah. uh absolutely my my single favorite match on the card like i really liked the x division car crash this match was my by a mile my favorite match on the card just such good crisp like technical wrestling that yep. you don't see that much in tna because even in x division matches those matches are awesome but they are highly choreographed spot fests like you don't get that aj styles mat based technical wrestling very much and i did not realize that homicide had that in him like homicide is the mvp of this show because yeah. he is he carried like it, not to say that hernandez isn't great but like homicide homicide being the smaller guy being the more technical guy is gonna carry the brunt of the tag match so uh hernandez can get the hot tag and he is just everything he touches is gold what do you think jesse yeah um i could be wrong but i i'm pretty sure pwi has voted homicide underrated wrestler of the year at least twice Nice. He has always been the highlight of why isn't this guy bigger? Um, and that's why LAX is one of the best tag teams of this century, I'll say, yeah. of the last 18 years. they Those two are perfect together. They both just balance out. Yeah. And they, they're the best tag team in TNA history to me. By a mile. By a mile. Um, they, they, were never, they were never like my favorite but, but you know, especially in retrospect, more thought I was like, no, those guys always deserved every shot they got. You never had a, you, you never saw like a bad LAX match. Like even against really, the worst no. opponents, they could pull oh. something out. Yeah. But uh, also, you mentioning how much Homicide was the MVP of this pay per view. I mean, he did have to high five Don West. True, so. he did high five Don West. Just throwing that out there, he he uh, did well. <laughs> well, he didn't have to. He just did. Yeah. He, he just got caught up in the moment, man. Don West, yeah. goes, Don West goes up for a high five. You going to leave Don West hanging? Didn't think so. I thought Homicide went for it first. I possibly. Uh, we cut to the back with Lauren, who is with members of Joe's family. These are uh, definitely do, different. Okay, so Defin- real quick. Definitely one, different. I was like, why is Frank Trick still here in another pay-per-view? And one and two, it's like, why are they still pulling Joe's yep. family? They did this twice in a row. Why? I just love the I just love the whole thing when they were interviewing his first quote unquote brother. Yep. Like it's just like he didn't just bring he didn't just just bring himself. He didn't just bring his family. He brought his blood. He brought his family. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like yep. what that guy you're talking can't about read there, shit. Willis? Yep. <laughs> that guy also, can't read his cue cards. Listen, no. so there was the dude that was standing behind Lauren. He dead ass looks like Maui from Moana. Same haircut, same <laughs> tattoos. Oh my god! Like, yeah, like that's what looked, I was thinking. I was like, man, why are these guys like? It looks yeah. so familiar in the maybe yeah. the worst way. Yeah, like stereotyped uh, to the face. Yeah, the they, yeah. Uh, they say that blood is blood. They they might get evolved if needed. Uso for life. 
It was fine. <laughs> so funny. Um, hey, look. Esteemed friend to neo-Nazis, Billy Corgan is in the crowd. <laughs> I laughed at that so hard and when so I saw him. And so it begins. You know he's a wrestling fan, right? He's yeah. here, right? He it's ended like, up trying to buy Impact. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah, like six years later. <laughs> also, that that's why I didn't start, like, I wanted to start watching Impact before, but I was like, Billy Corgan's really good buddies with Alex Jones. I, I can't in good conscience watch anything he's a part of. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. that oh, hurts. yeah. He is a hardcore, crazy, neo-Nazi friend conspiracy theorist. It's time for the can knockouts we... match. Yes. We can't, we can't talk that about great. that part. I, I was just going to go off on a tangent based <laughs> on this right. past week. Hot yeah. take smashing pumpkins aren't oh, that good. great? Okay. No, <laughs> it was something else. We're not going to No, no, that was that. me. That was yes. me trying to defuse uh, the situation. It's time for the um, knockouts match. Ten women okay. and an... Okay, yeah? No, no. I, yeah, I got this now. Okay. Fuck, fucking talking about Jim fucking Cornette. The first line in that promo, which I guess was before the tag matches, yeah. was like, "Ladies, I got something super special for all y'all in here with a match. Yeah. Y'all like makeovers, don't you? Yep. Like, God, y'all like makeovers, don't you? Yep. Jesus fucking fuck, <sighs> fuck Jim." Ten women God. in an over-the-top rope battle royal. The final two women face off in a ladder match. The loser, of which gets their head shaved. God, Vince. Indeed, <sighs> quote, indeed, the barber chair is in position tonight here at Sacrifice. Boy, if that doesn't sum up 2018 TNA, I don't know what does. Oh, boy. Fire Angelina Russo. Love, Velvet Sky, Rocket Con, Salinas, Christy Hemi, ODB, Roxy Laveau, Jackie, Tracy Brooks, Tracy Brooks, and Gail Kim. Some of these matches, it feels like the entrances last longer than the matches. Yep. I do like to point oh. out, like, while this match is starting, Don West at one point goes and we just found out someone has been eliminated because they didn't show it on fucking camera yep, oh. yep. uh the bell rings and hey look it's chaos oh my god <laughs> Is it as chaos? they start beating each other up Tanay chimes in we'd like to send out our happy mother's day wishes here at sacrifice yes what, what says mother's day more than this knockout ladder match battle royal where somebody is gonna get their head shaved that is Ooh. a quote from mike today yeah Ooh. but you I think he totally meant like oh, it's no, Mike Tanay, so his doing. voice is hard to change. He, no, he but he meant he it was doing. pure venom. Like, oh, like yeah. this is the dumbest fucking thing yep. I've ever seen, and I have oh, to yeah. smile about yep. it. Uh, Salinas gets eliminated first off camera, followed by Velvet Sky with a camera shot right up her entire ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tra- Tracy Brooks is out next, then Rocket Con chucks Christy Hemi out of the ring, and apparently there was a nip slip or something because there was a huge blur all over her entire chest when the camera cuts back. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Rock, I'm visually impaired. Yeah, Rocketcon gets eliminated next, followed by ODB and Jackie going out together with Angelina Love out last. Roxy versus Gail Kim for the contract. Apparently, Gail Kim has immunity, so if she yeah. loses, she won't get her head shaved what because this fuck? isn't complicated enough. Like when they when they mentioned it, like you yep. had you had the announcers talking over the dude that is saying since yep. Gail Kim has immunity. Yeah. Wait, what fucking immunity? Yeah. Like are yeah. we not it was the episode what of is... Impact. I can't remember what they did, but the winner of whatever this huge match, whoever I think it was a huge tag match, and whoever got the pin wouldn't get their head shaved no matter what. It yeah. was so weird. I just yeah, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but that means they had to waste time to make sure that Angelina Love didn't leave ringside. Uh, Roxy uh-huh. gets a ladder and levels Angelina and clips a cameraman with it. Yep. Twi- uh, Ga- she does that yeah. twice in this match. Gail kicks Roxy as she enters the ring and gets a ladder for herself. Gail sets the ladder up as Roxy enters the ring again. The crowd is firmly behind Roxy. This isn't going to end well. 
Yeah. <laughs> Roxy, Roxy throws Gale into a ladder and sandwiches her against it a couple of times. She attempts one more and Gale converts it to a monkey flips and flips Roxy onto the ladder. Angelina gets another ladder and gives it to Gale in the ring to help Gale so Angelina doesn't get her head shaved because, you know, Vince Russo. Gale climbs the ladder and Roxy climbs after her. And this is when we see that Roxy is busted open. Oh, busted yeah. And that's a hard yeah. bust open. It looks like her ear or something. Just on the uh, something on the left side of her head. Lots of blood. And I, I want to point out that Don West should be doing a better job because there are two pools of blood already. Yep. And when they do the sunset flip, he specifically says, looks like Gale Kim's yep. busted open. Yeah, like, fuck, yeah. Don, come right on, dude. Right after that, Gale hits Roxy with a sunset flip. And like Gale has blood on her, but it's obviously Roxy busted yeah. open. Angelina grabs Roxy's foot, and Roxy takes Angelina out. Roxy hits Gale with a pretty solid-looking spinebuster under the ladder. That Sky... looked painful. Yeah. Yes. Velvet Sky runs in to seemingly help her beautiful people counterpart, and Angelina Love runs in and pushes Roxy off the ladder, allowing Gale to scale the ladder and take the contract and the win in 10 minutes even. I guess it's time to shave Roxy's head. Ugh. Condescending line of the night. Don West, quote, you know, they're so good and athletic in this match, you forget that those are women in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, was that, like, was, that was something. Yep. Uh, Gail goes after Angelina and tries to put her in the chair, but is overpowered by the double team from her and uh, fucking her teammate. Roxy runs in for the save, and they fight against the beautiful people. They run away, and Roxy sits in the chair to get her bloody, bloody head shaved. Oh, the crowd is not happy with this. Yeah, they're uh, so unhappy that um, the peas in the pot of wrestling, a hair shaving match, and fire Russo chants yes, comes I into said, play. I, I have right here a bullshit shout chant breaks out. What is is that? Yes, it is. Roxy gets her hair shaved to a fire Russo chant. I yep. had seen a clip years ago from TNA of someone getting their hair cut while they chanted fire Russo, and I did. And then, so when they said I, I turned this show on, and they said someone's gonna get their head shaved, I was oh my god, is this the show? I will and, say, it was a pretty easy cut. Like that, those clippers got her taken care of really yeah, but, smooth. But the problem was they went with these clippers that had a protector on them. Yep. Yeah, and, and it they wasn't kept getting caked in fucking yep. blood. Then they went with the pair of scissors that yep. had to have been duller than a fucking rock. Yeah, caked in blood. Oh, just yep. terrible. But like once they got past that, once they got just like the bare clippers, that stuff came out pretty easily. Like I'll give yeah. them that much for like hair caked in blood and sweat that was like long. Yeah, yeah. I just, um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure, like you, like we talked about this, and you said the fire Russo chant probably would have happened either way. But I really think I think the fire that Russo that somebody in the back was like, you still have to he- shave her head even though she's busted the fuck yeah, open. Oh yeah, like, oh, and yeah, to no, me like, that they, that definitely deserves a fire like, Russo chant. Yeah, more than they anything. shouldn't like regardless or, or, or of the blood or not, still would have gotten that chant because the crowd liked Roxy. They yeah. wanted Roxy to win. They didn't want to see Roxy. But I really think uh, I really think ODB, Tracy Brooks, and um, Salinas yeah. came out because her head was yeah. busted open. And also, you don't shave the baby face's head. Yeah, like, yeah, like you had everyone reacting, like everyone that was in the match, like <laughs> reacting and crying damn near, yep. except for the beautiful people. Yeah. Which they they're just, good heels, but God, do they overplay themselves? Yep, they did yeah. way too much. They overworked they were, like, it. Picking up her hair and, and like it was like a tail. For yeah, one like of putting them. on her ass for like, oh, it's a tail. Yeah. Look, it's it went on way too long. It was, it was uncomfortable. Like it yep. was not good. Uh, yeah, like it was. And you know what, Don West probably is probably pretty sexist because he's also made it out like Gail Kim was an idiot for trying yep. to get. Um, Angelina loves head shaved instead of Roxy yeah. instead of playing it like, Oh, she's trying to 
change the rule. Yeah. You know, something else besides, oh, well, I guess she just doesn't understand the rules of the match. Fuck yeah. you, Don. You thought she had her head busted open. Yeah, it's just, it's, you don't shave the baby face's head. You don't, it should have been Angelina Love. It's, maybe, maybe Roxy is the one person who agreed to it. Like, somebody needs to get their head shaved, and Roxy was like, I'll take that bullet. I don't yeah. know. It wasn't, like, the match itself was fine and forgettable, but everything that happened afterwards went on way too long. It went on almost as long as the match. Yeah, like, for real. Like, the match was 10 minutes even, and that went on for, like, almost 10 minutes afterwards. It wasn't good. Vince Russo, Jesus Christ. Does anyone have anything else to say about this? Nope. Caked in blood. All right. So we go to the back. Uh, We cut to JV with... uh, uh, Kevin Nash and Kevin Nash just you know listen I guess you know we'll, he's gonna do choke me out no, no we'll go in this we'll go in his, his favorite room. movie fine, uh, is the Big Lebowski yeah just just pay me I'm the pay Nash me. man uh uh so they go into Joe's locker room Joe yells at Kevin Kevin yells at Joe the cosmic ballet goes on um, the cosmic ballet. That's uh, great. We cut to saving Abel in the crowd, which is a my, man I haven't thought about since roughly May of 2008. Yeah, yeah I have like, in my notes. Oh. Wow, I don't think there is a more 2008 <laughs> band <laughs> than saving Abel. Oh, it's fucking absolutely, Abel. absolutely. They are the most 2008 bands. I had to watch them yeah. live one time. Wow. Because Boy, they, shock me. they opened for Buck Ch- when Buck Cherry oh. and Avenged Sevenfold went oh. on a tour. Why the fuck is a Vince Sevenfold touring with Buck Cherry and Saving Abel? That's a great question, Holy, Jesse! What a bitch. What a, I, it's like one out of three. One uh, out of three. Yeah, I had to sit through. They would they would God. rotate. This is a side note. I yeah. want to rant about this. Go ahead. They had to rotate. Like, Buck Cherry and Avenge would rotate between who was the headliner because they, it was oh. a co-headlining tour. Oh, no. Right. For some reason. So... I got the lucky straw of Avenge going on last, so I had to sit through a 13-minute version of Crazy Bitch. <laughs> what? 13 I minutes? Not, I am not kidding you. It is one of these moments in my life where I'm just like, I am sitting here, and they're breaking down the song to the point where it's just the drums, and then they start adding oh. the bass back in. Like, they're a fucking, like... Like, they're fucking Grateful Dead, just, like, coming up with shit, and they're not. They're just adding to the fucking bridge of the song. I can't think of a band that I hate more than Buck Terry. I want a t-shirt that says I had to sit through a 13-minute rendition of Crazy Bitch. And all I got was dead. And all I got was the suicidal tendencies. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for the audio clipping there, but that was just... Oh, no. I I apologize for screaming, kind of. (laughs) It was great, though. I just... Oh, so if yeah, Rush was Abel dead, was they'd all be rolling okay. in their graves. 13 minutes of crazy bitch. Saving Abel was actually okay live, but it was just like, why aren't you playing Addicted three or four times? Because that's the only song anyone it's, knows. It's, it's like you know, when I saw Motorhead open up for the Foo Fighters, and it was just like, listen, you're going to play for half an hour, but we're all here for Ace of Spades. Come on. Let's... Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do a setlist.fm to saving, a- saving Abel and see what we you know, get. Every time a Saving Abel song came on and they didn't say this is Saving Abel, I always thought it was a Lenny Kravitz song. <laughs> For whatever reason, ah. I was just expecting that to be every time, you know, every time a Saving Abel song came on, an angel gets their wings. Ouch. Ooh. 
All Let's right. just back to wrestling because this is yeah. sad. <laughs> All right, it's time for the tournament finals. I can't believe this tournament is about to end. I've been here for 35 years. My whole life has been this tournament. All I know is this tournament. I eat, sleep, and breathe this tournament. Our journey is almost at an end. Team 3D versus LAX. Uh, I really like that LAX has their own separate entrance. Like, they don't come down the ramp with everybody else. They have their own little LAX entrance. Like, it, it <laughs> yeah. gives them a different feel. Oh, like, yes. It makes them feel like a big deal. Yep. Uh, the match starts with 3D jawjacking on the outside. Uh, Shit talking Hernandez as Homicide launches himself through the ropes onto 3D. Homicide is so good. Um, and then it's just it's just typical 3D. It is punchy, kicky, walk and brawl. You know, punch here. You know, uh, hit hit you with the chair, throw you into the guardrail. Um. Uh, no spots, no work rate, just walk and brawl, walk and brawl. Homicide throws Devon in the ring, and the bell finally rings. Uh, Homicide takes a hellacious beating from both Bubba and Devon. For the first big chunk of the match, there isn't really much of note that happens, just them battering him until Homicide dodges a quarter splash. Yeah. It takes, it takes down Bubba as he finally gets the hot tags to Hernandez, or Supermax, as uh, Mike Tanea started calling him. I think this show has made me realize how too much tag team wrestling can be a bad thing. It was. I, I really enjoy a good tag team match, but tag team matches are a perfected art. You use a well-defined formula. The heels cut the ring in half, batter the smaller babyface for a while, the babyface gets a slight advantage, gets the hot tag, other babyface runs wild, rinse, repeat. That formula works. That formula is put on some of the best matches of all time. But yep. seven matches of a 10-match card as tag team matches with just the same teams? No one needed there's to see a, three LAX or Team 3D matches tonight. There's a, there's a reason why in my notes it says for this match, instead of the title of it, which should be 3D versus LAX, it says, let's see how we got to this point, a.k.a. just fucking end me. Yeah, like the, <laughs> here's a recap of the tournament, which you've seen. Which no. you've had to endure for this No, what it should night. be is... Um, brought to you by the guy who came up with Death Game in 1997 Survivor oh. Series Tournament, Vince oh, fucking Russo. Oh, excuse God. me, it was, it was the Dangerous Game. Dangerous Game, sorry. Uh, also, yeah. I can't remember if Russo did Brawl for All or not, but in, for my sake of argument, co coming yeah. from the guy who did Brawl for All. Um, yeah, no, there's no way anyone but Vince Russo wanted yeah. Brawl for All. Uh, Johnny Devine runs down and pulls a table from under the ring and sets it up to help out Team 3D. Hector comes out and dodges a kendo stick shot, takes the kendo stick, cracks Divine with it. Hector moves the table, gets in the ring, on the top rope, and holy shit, double stomps Johnny Divine through the table. That was insane, I mean, and it looked like Hector's knees gave out more yeah. than fucking homicide. I know, also, but like at the same time, he got up like his hips weren't broken. Like, yep. holy fuck, bro. Listen, like, good job. <laughs> I have written here, if it had been a frog splash, I would have cried. Oh, right. I was that's what I was that, like. I saw yeah. him do a little bit of an uh, of an elbow roll, and I'm yeah. like, or like a shoulder roll, and I'm yeah. like, oh no, is he gonna frog splash? Yeah, I know. I was like, dude, are you about to frog splash? Yeah. I would have ended the pay per view. I'd been like, I don't need to see the triple threat. Right. This is all I need. Sweet uh, dreams <laughs> of all. Sorry. We uh, we cut back to the ring as Bubba yells, "Die, you Puerto Rican piece of trash!" Yep. <laughs> Leave it to Bubba. <laughs> You but, dark skin, you go down. Right? You are a different race than me. I have to call this out. Did, did you see my bandana? <laughs> <laughs> Bubba gets Hernandez on the top ropes and hits him with a hellacious superplex. 
Uh, Devon flies in from out of nowhere with a headbutt for two. Oh, I, I guess Devon was the legal man. 3D. Yeah, yeah, that was a little weird. Right. 3D hit Homicide with the 3D, but Homicide wasn't legal. Hernandez fights back, hits him with a double cosine. Homicide goes up and hits Bubble with a Hurricane Rana. Uh, Hernandez hits Devon with the border toss, uh, which is a Razor's Edge powerbomb. Homicide hits a frog splash for the three, and LAX are the winners of the Deuces Wild Tag Team Tournament and the new Tag Team Champions in 11 minutes, or 11 minutes and 30 seconds. What do you guys think? Boy. What do you think, Noobs? I, it was great just because of the just because of the Hector bump. Yeah. I, Fucking like, Hector, man. I got Hector goosebumps for that. Like, Hector and Homicide. Like, that, all right, perfect. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Yeah, fucking Hector Guerrero, man. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure this was the first ever face LAX run as well. Um, and they just fucking earned yeah. it. Because they were, every, this was like, their story. Is baby faces, but they like they were he, like they were heels in the Eric and AJ match. But they weren't like they played the heels. They like weren't the heels. Yeah. But, you know, like, they, kind they, of. They cheated yeah. to win. You know. That was yeah. the one thing that I was really confused by this entire tournament. It's like, okay, who is the heel and yep. who is the face? Yep. Well, you know, when in, so in, weird. in mixed up tournaments like this, you know, you gotta you have to constantly switch back and forth. Yep. Sadly, instead yep. of just letting them play their way. But at the same time, people were very happy when LAX won. They didn't boo Absolutely. them when they Eric were so when, when they beat and, Eric and um, mm -hmm. AJ. They they got cheered. So. Yeah, they did. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was it was a, it was a totally fine match. Uh, too much tag team wrestling. Way too much tag team wrestling. But a good time. <laughs> uh, LAX are great. Hernandez is great. Homicide is incredible. I am excited to watch more LAX matches. I really am. Uh, we cut to the announce table as Eric Young shows up and talks to them about how the next pay-per-view is going to be in Memphis. And that's where Elvis lives. And he can't wait to meet Elvis. I have things to say oh. <laughs> about the fact that this show is in Memphis with hard quotes. We will get to that next time. Okay. <laughs> it's main event time. This show has been something. I'm very tired. So, okay. So, just to put things into perspective, all three of us have been traveling over the past few weeks. We have all been on vacations. I, me and Noobs both just got back home just a few days ago. So, we have to, like, we, we fly back home. We land, traveling. You know, it's, we had very busy weeks. We're very tired. Traveling is exhausting. And then you have to sit down to watch this pay-per-view to record the show on Sunday. And it's just like, how many tag, how many matches? How many tag team matches? Oh, yeah, it was more agony. exhausting. Oh boy. So I like, did, I did not, I will admit, I did not have an open mind going into this pay-per-view. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to, you know, like you're so tired and you see, oh, quarterfinal. Oh dear God. Uh, <laughs> but as I've like, as I'm looking back on it now, I'm like, okay, this was actually like a fairly entertaining show now that I've like yeah. slept and <laughs> had time to, to recharge. It is main event time. Nine matches down, one to go. Kaz versus Scott Steiner versus Samoa Joe. The first thing I have written down underneath the main event is Jesus Christ. How is Scott Steiner not dead? Yeah. I have he, first, <laughs> first thing I have written down is. The big bad Moody Daddy. Yeah. He <laughs> doesn't worst he, name ever. He doesn't look how people are supposed to look. No, he yeah. doesn't. Those biceps are not right. Nope. Uh, when a also, bicep is giving a, you a thumbs up, yeah. you stop. <laughs> you stop what you're doing. Also, his age, like, like yeah. he looks both quote unquote younger and way older than he actually is. Yep. He is a 
mal malmorphation fuck fuck to fuck it's crazy uh oh. Petey williams deserves better than this yeah uh, that's what's really sad is this is like the highlight of Petey's career which yep. is really fucked up um joe has his entrance with like uh the members of his family um <laughs> so kaz immediately tries to get steiner with the roll up for a two and then a backslide for a two as joe just watches and then he takes him out with a double clothesline and takes control, hitting Steiner with an uh, enziguri and a cast with a high knee. Yes! Yes! They did my favorite TNA Samoa Joe spot. He used to do this to Christian all the time. Kaz went for like a big top rope splash and Joe just walked out of the way. I love yep, that I love so much. much. He used to do that in like every match with Christian. Christian would go for his cross body and Joe would just like flip him off and walk away. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> It's always I, been one of the best I, Joe things. I want him to do that in the WWE. It, and it fits perfectly with his current character in WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be Joe, nice for this uh, this uh, in next week yes, for SummerSlam. Yeah, for SummerSlam, absolutely. Uh, Joe showing how much of a submission machine Joe is. Joe gets Kaz in a single crab, and then Scott reverse our bar. And then Joe, Kaz goes for a kick, and Joe gets him in a Texas Cove relief. Joe is so good. Yeah. Uh, Kaz hits Joe with a beautiful Russian leg sweep and misses a big leg drop with Joe. And Joe grabs Kaz out of the leg leg drop and slams him into the mat with one of the loudest crashes I've ever heard from somebody hitting a wrestling ring. Yeah. Steiner takes takes out Joe to the outside. And oh, look, it's time to walk and brawl. Just plotting punches and kicks. It's insane to think of how good Scott Steiner was and how bad Scott Steiner became. He was yep. one of the best technical wrestlers in the world until like 98. And then he became one of the worst wrestlers in the world. Uh, Scott hits Kaz with a hellacious top rope belly to belly as Joe attempts to get back into the ring only to be hit by Steiner. Uh, quote, get up, bitch. Thank you for the eloquent commentary, Scott. <laughs> Joe gets back in the ring and eats a belly to belly from Steiner. Then Kaz eats an overhead belly to belly from Steiner. Then Joe eats a belly to belly overhead from Steiner. Steiner can only suplex. Steiner Joe, can Joe only seriously, suplex. Joe seriously, damn near again that he it was like a suplex into paralysis. Yep, <laughs> just like yep. stop it, Steiner. Stop also, it. Steiner is so gassed. He is so winded at this point. Well, we passed it, but um, there was that clothesline to Steiner from Joe. Yeah. Get Steiner out of the ring, and Steiner is rotating at the speed of the minute hand clock. <laughs> like, just like, oh, no, I gotta <laughs> get out of the ring. Oh, I'm here. Like, it's just like, it's so ginger. Just like, yeah. gingerly, just like, wee. Steiner locks in the Steiner recliner submission on Joe, which is just a camel clutch. Kaz drops to climbs to the top rope as Joe gets Steiner in an electric chair position as Kaz hits Steiner with a drop kick off of Joe's shoulders. Joe overpowers Steiner as Rocket Khan distracts, distracts the ref as Steiner grabs a lead pipe and hits Joe with it as Joe jumps out for a suicide dive. Wait, why did she distract the ref? It's a triple threat match. Triple threat matches are no DQ. Not in DNA, baby. I guess. Kaz hits Steiner with a crossbody to the outside. He throws Steiner back in the ring and attempts to pin for two. He hit Steiner with a DDT from the outside on the apron into the ring. It looked really good. Like, jumped from, like, outside in, hits him with a DDT. Great move. Kaz is a very talented wrestler. Uh, Kaz went for the flying nothing, which Steiner countered into a punch of the gut. Kaz goes to the top rope as Steiner holds onto the ref's shirt. As Kaz sets himself up, Petey Williams knocks Kaz down, crotching him once again. No DQ. No reason to distract the ref. Yep. Scott hit Kaz with a top rope Frankensteiner. I'm amazed that no one died. It was so <laughs> sloppy. Saw, that looks so painful. 
Uh, uh, yeah. How has he had not more injuries and like muscle tears in his I career? don't know. I Fucking, don't know. He he must be held together with the glue that is steroids. He, I don't... His muscles are just fucking overcooked steak at this point. Yeah, you know how, like, people say it's like, oh, if someone really old changes their diet, that could kill them? Yeah. I feel like if he stopped pumping shit, yeah. whatever is in his veins, he'll yeah. be dead in he'll a day. He'll just die. He'll just keel over and die. Yeah, like, that's what's keeping yep. him alive and just like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. You know, he's only 46 here. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, he's not 46 now. Yeah, no, he's yeah, 56 he's only, now. Yeah. He's 46 then. Like, he's 56 God, now and damn. held the Impact tag titles this year. I know, I know. Uh, it's, oh. Listen, Impact's really good right now. Uh, <laughs> a- after, the, after the Frankensteiner, Joe uh, Scott went in for a pin. Joe break, broke it up at the very last second. Joe hits Cass at the Centon and Scott with a scoop power slam and attempts to lock in the rear naked choke on the Skyner. Cass jumps at them. Joe sidestep and takes out Cass with a kick. Uh, Joe puts him on the top rope from the outside. Kaz drop kicks Joe off the apron to the floor. Kaz motions for the flux capacitor to Steiner from the top rope. Steiner fights out of it and throws Kaz to the floor for a two, pop, two count. Time for the finish. Kaz gets Steiner back up to the top rope and Steiner throws him to the outside. St- Joe sets Steiner up for the muscle buster for the clean three to retain his title in 14 minutes and 30 seconds. And all of this bullshit that they have spent so much time talking about the entire pay-per-view about Rick Steiner and Kevin Nash and Jojo's family and all of that mattered not. None of it came into play. Nothing of it factored. It was completely pointless. It was just like after the one, two, three, I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, okay, there's three minutes. Somebody like Kurt Angle is going to come running out or someone's going to come running out and do something to advance the plot. And nothing nothing happened. Nothing. Oh. Nothing. Uh, what'd you think, Jesse? I've been telling you guys for years what I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh definitely dependent on names, definitely dependent on um like Scott Steiner got the feaster fired thing and they had yep. and all they knew was like, well we'll capitalize on because it's Scott Steiner and that's it. And they had no fucking clue when or where they'd do it. Um, they were just fucking lost giving him that because I think it's like eight months they finally give it to him and all the other ones had long been cashed in or something. Yeah. Or, no, the PD, because that's how PD won his, I think. Oh, that's was they, fired? Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's why they got together. It was like, hey, you won the thing and I can make you great kind of bullshit and that kind yeah. of stuff. But, um, yeah. Joe carries everything. Kaz does his goddamnedest. Yep. Uh, if it was yeah, just Joe and Kaz are great. Those two. They're it was just awesome. Joe and Kaz, man. Because Kaz and uh, 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 Kurt Angle, like two months before this, when Kaz got repackaged as just Kaz, because he was Frankie Kazarian. Yeah, because like when I think of him, he's Frankie deal. Kazarian. Like yeah. I don't like to call him Kaz because he's Frankie Kazarian in my head. Well, they repackaged him, and he had like a forty-five minute barn burner title match with Kurt Angle on Impact. Oh man! Um, about a month before the Joe, um, the Joe Kurt storyline into uh, Massachusetts into lockdown. Yeah, so it was like probably in March or something like that, and it was one of the best matches in probably TNA television history. That sounds awesome. Um, it was great. It was fan fucking tastic. It was right. Aunt Cass, Cass was just blowing up, and then they, you know, they redacted him a little, and did the tag thing to, uh, to him, and 
I want to say he gets the X Division title like twice this this year, 28. I don't, 2008, I can't remember when or where or against who, but I think he wins the title a good bit. And eventually he's just going to turn into bad influence with Christopher Daniels, and they're the most. Yeah, they're great. They're the most anti-TNA tag team, too, though, because when they left, they were like, yeah, we'll never go back because that yep. place was horrible. Yep. I and they were they like, left, you guys going to go to WWE? And they're like, why? Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, Christopher Daniels and, and, and Kazarian are great together. Bad Boy Fools is great. There's, there's an incredible amount of talent. But yeah, just Kaz but, on his own. It's not great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking Scott. Fucking. What do you think, Noobs? I... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just so, yeah. Scott Steiner is just Scott Steiner, even though he's still there today. It's just like my God. Even a decade later, my God. Oh, um, it was about this year too. I think I started catching up on all the old WWE pay per views, so I watched this this t- storyline between him and Test fighting over Stacy Keebler. Oh God, oh, talk that about may that. be one of the worst things Ooh. ever. That's it's my slut. Bah, 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 bah. Big it's meaty bullshit man stuff. And like, oh, and Stacey Keebler somehow is the bad person. Yep. In that, like that whole thing, pretty much. It's worse. Yeah, that's um, so bad. She's like abused the whole time. And then yep. at the end, she betrays both of them. And somehow she that makes her heal. Of course. But yeah, uh, like Joe and Kazarian are great. They have a lot of good chemistry. Steiner is just. Okay. Ruins everything. No, no. Because if Scott Steiner's not in this match, you know they say get, all men are created equal. But like we don't get that if Scott Steiner isn't in this match, which means this match is a ten out of ten. Uh, so yeah, the show overall. Uh, at when I was watching it, I was I wasn't necessarily enjoying it. The matches felt longer than they were. There were too many matches. There were too many tag matches. I didn't want to have to see Bubba's fat ass in three matches tonight. <laughs> but looking back on it now, it was a pretty fun time. Like it wasn't, it didn't change the world, but it was like it was solidly entertaining. And at the end of the day, that's what you're trying to do. What do you think? What do you, do you agree, Jesse? What do you think about the show overall? Um, I don't know. The te- I I I wasn't dying through all the tag matches like you guys were. I was fine with it. Um, I'm mostly angry at the women's match that they. Not yeah. that they shaved Roxy's head, but it's caked in blood. Like yeah. they fucked, her head was fucked open. They still did it. I yeah, like, you guys can do this later. Seriously. Um, and yeah, the it, mm-hmm. it, it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yeah. No, no, no. That's how I am. I'm like yeah. I get get into it for a minute, but then I'm just done. Especially by the end, like because it didn't feel like 14 minutes. It felt like 24. <laughs> 34, well, that's, like that's Scott Steiner. Everything yes, he does is in half motion. Every, everything, everything slows down by thirty-three and a half percent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what about you, noobs? Um, very similar connotation to it. It just felt like okay, it's a decent pay per view. I enjoyed the concept as like something that okay, we're gonna try this out, but the seven tag team matches thing kind of burned me yeah. out. Yeah. And the other stuff, it's like, in my head, I'm like thinking, why is Awesome Kong not defending her title? She didn't defend it last last pay-per-view because she was just in a tag team match. Why is she in this thing? Has there ever been a mixed mixed gender tag team champions thing? Like, I'm just like looking at all these different things and it's just like, what the hell? 
is going on here? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was that was sacrifice. It's an interesting show. Again, going through 2018 A is fascinating. Ooh. I yeah, like seeing the talent they have here, the choices they make is something. Uh, so next month or next you know next pay per view two weeks from now, uh, we will be going to Slammiversary in hardest Memphis. The biggest air quotes. Uh, Slammiversary is going to be a good time. And noobs, I don't want you to look up what this means. But and I'm not Jesse, looking up shit. Oh, I know. And Jesse, you'll know what this means. Uh huh. Next month, we get to watch a King of the Mountain match. Mm hmm. Uh, which well, is. A I have very, so many questions. It's a very TNA thing. I have so many questions. It, it, is, it is a very TNA match type. Okay. Can, we just te- can we just say like one sentence and let noobs Go just ahead. ponder? Go ahead. Um, it's it's you. a reverse ladder match. It is I a reverse you. ladder match. Yep. I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah. Do you, can can you even fathom what that really means? In my head, I'm like, okay, did TNA somehow try and defy gravity in this situation? I feel like <laughs> I would know great. this. I can't wait. That's oh, all you get. That's all the information you get. That's Woo! gonna be good. Uh, mm-hmm. So we will be back in two weeks with Slammiversary 2008 with the King of the Mountain match. That was all the all the tag teams. I never want to see another tag team again. So many tag teams. New, New Japan's like slow down, bro. God, there's a reason why. There's a reason why. Like everybody talks about, like oh the New Japan stuff. Like oh I'm trying to get New Japan. What do I need to watch? Like oh Best of Super Juniors, New Japan Cup, G1 Climax. Don't watch World Tag League. Like if you watch World <laughs> Tag League, you will stop watching New Japan. Because it's too many tag teams. So, for Noobs and Jesse, I am Adam. We will be back next week. You know, they say all men are created equal. But you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add (laughs) turn angle to the mix. And beat me. Your chances of winning drastically go down. See the three-way at sacrifice. This needs to be remixed with like a Skrillex song. But I, curse I got sixty-six and two-thirds <laughs> chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even gonna try. <laughs> so Small Joe, you're taking the thirty-three and the 